I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey listeners, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Lucky for you, I have created a new site that will help you learn how to launch, grow, and monetize your own show. I offer one-on-one mentorship programs and I'm launching an ebook, How to Create a Profitable Podcast, that can help you take your podcast from hobby to profitable business. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com to learn more. Again, that's howtocreatepodcast.com. See you there. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back and listening to our extended interview. I am here with Sam. Hey, Sam, how are you? Hi, Debbie. I'm very well. Thank you very much. Getting a bit cold, but that's all right. <laughs> I know it's the same here in New York. It's winter and I hate it. I want to be in the tropics. <laughs> yeah. So before we get to your tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? I'm Sam. I run a podcast and I've been very unemployable my whole life and keep on running around doing different things. And I live an offbeat life because I've always liked reggae and that's more on the offbeat. And um, <laughs> I do believe music drives a lot of our personalities and things. And um, so that's a good way to start. Yeah. Anything else that you need me to explain? Or I, I, like, I like answering questions differently just to sort of see what, what happens. So that's a completely different answer to the last time I was asked this question an hour ago. <laughs> yes, definitely. No, Sam, you have had so many different businesses. Some of them were successful and some of them failed, like many of us who want to be an entrepreneur. That's definitely the norm. And I'm really excited to talk to you about how to grow a remote business through deeper connections because you've traveled to so many different places and I can vouch for that too, that you definitely have these amazing connections with people. How are you able to do that? How do you connect with people in a deeper level, especially if you are trying to get them as clients? I guess something that you learn when you're traveling to perhaps need is to sort of have deeper connections because if you don't have your like friends there that you can talk about deep stuff with, you sort of need to have a deeper connection pretty quickly with someone. Otherwise, you can end up being quite, quite unfulfilled socially if you only ever, ever have like surface level conversations. And I guess something like, I don't know if you went to university, but in the first week, like you do like freshers week and everyone asks you like what you're studying and like where you're from. And like, you can't even remember anyone's name that you've met or what they study or where they're from. So why the hell do you keep asking people the same bloody question? It's so stupid. Whereas like you sit next to a guy and you start cracking jokes instantly. You're like, well, this person starts, I'll try and hang out with them again, even though you don't know what their name is or whatever. And so just trying to be a bit different to people that you meet initially and just like notice something and like try and have a conversation with them about something that's actually kind of meaningful rather than just like generic fluff. It's just like a really good way to like kick things off, I find. And, and it's more interesting for yourself. So if there's nothing else, just try and entertain yourself when you're having a conversation instead of just trying to do like social norms is much more enlightening for everyone involved. So first tip is just don't say something that everyone else has already probably said. So if like someone says something and you just, your immediate thought is to say like a joke that you think probably everyone's already made, probably don't say that joke and try and think of something else kind of thing. Um, <laughs> So yeah, trying to be a bit unique and like different and people are more like to remember that and it'll be 
more engaging. And then some like deeper tips, like a bit of an unusual one perhaps is try and stay at someone's house. Like even when you don't need to. So as in when I used to like visit London, if I didn't have a flat here, like I'd often obviously have to go and visit someone's like house and stay on the sofa and things. But then like you get much deeper and like have so much time, more time for people. Whereas like when you live in London, like you only go and meet your friends like at a bar or something for like an hour or two. And like, it's not the same as actually sort of spending the whole like time in their life and things. So I might meet a friend that I haven't met in like five years and like, sure, they'll talk a bit about work or something in, in like the hour that you spend at a pub. But as if you like, actually go and live with them for like a whole evening and like commute in with them in the train the next morning, you get like such a bigger picture of like what's going on in their life. And you can like actually talk to them about other things and make like jokes about like stuff that relates to them besides just like some surface conversation stuff. But you can do that with new people as well when you're traveling and things. It's a bit harder with a client to necessarily just invite yourself to stay at the house. But <laughs> you can still do it with people if you're sort of like friendly and things. So it's like not saying this would work perfectly, but like I haven't met you before. Perhaps when I'm visiting the United States, perhaps I could come like visit or something. And maybe this is like a little bit premature. Perhaps you maybe should have had like one more conversation before I suggest this. But like if I was around, it would be <laughs> nice to crash on your sofa. And I'm pretty sure we'd be much better mates by the end of that than if I was just like, oh, hi, Debbie, you were fun to talk to. Let's like have a drink like for an hour. So it's, it's a bit of a hack. And it, it sounds kind of wrong if you're saying I want this just to like build my business, like just abusing people's like sofas or something. Like it's, it sounds a bit creepy trying to make someone friends with you, but it is actually really nice. It actually builds like stronger relationships sort of going and sort of putting like people putting themselves out there to like spend more time with you or whatever. It's really nice. And the same way that if you know, like, if someone buys you a drink, they're more likely to like you than if you buy them a drink because they've done something for you kind of thing as well. So it relates into that. So that's like a more well-known psychology hack. So what do you do if it's really awkward? How do you deal with oh, awkward yeah. well, situations? <laughs> I, I quite like embracing awkward situations. If it's sort of like it's never going to fix itself, I just kind of roll with it and just sort of carry on saying awkward things for my own amusement and, <laughs> and accept that like other people are just going to find me weird. And <laughs> there's not much you really can do, you know? It's like I often find that if trying to deal with it and not make it awkward doesn't make it any different anyway. So it's sort of fun to see what happens and maybe it, that doesn't help me in, in, in life. But like even <laughs> you've got one life, it's too short to like, not enjoy it so you may as well uh obviously don't do sort of something illegal or anything weird but it's um (laughs) yeah when things are like a bit awkward it can be fine i'm sure you're you're probably really fun to be with in a party and see how awkward you can make things even more (laughs) yeah sometimes (laughs) (laughs) so it's like you should start speaking and saying the wrong thing but i'm speaking now so i'll carry on saying it (laughs) oh no (laughs) Yeah, I like when you reach that point where you're, sort of, you're saying something, but you, you're both thinking something differently and then like alluding to the thing that you're actually thinking about, whereas most people don't normally say that kind of thing. And it's kind of nice, but a bit weird. Yeah, I think especially when you're in a networking type of environment, everyone wants to be super proper. And if you do what Sam is doing, people will definitely remember you as long as you're not rude. That's the thing. You know, you can't be offensive or rude. Mm. But if you're just quirky and fun, people will like you. They'll really enjoy your personality. I guess when, like I said, like ask different questions initially, but also once you've had a bit more time together, like don't straight away go for like really deep, weird personal questions. But after a while, it can be kind of quite nice to kind of unpack things that are often things that people have only ever thought about like inside their head or maybe quite haven't. 
So I'm trying to think of an example. Like a friend that I guess I didn't know that well, but I've met him with some other friends because he's like a friend of a friend kind of thing. But anyway, I stayed with his ha- at his house because I couldn't stay at a different friend's house, and I was just like, oh, cool. And um, he goes to the gym a lot, and I go to the gym a lot as well. So something as someone that goes to the gym a lot, I do all kind of question inside myself whether like I just am doing this because of I want to be like you know, fit and able to lift heavy things and run really far. Or if I just like have a deep ego issue and I feel like I'm not worthy of being loved and I just want to look good. And so I asked him that, even though it's a question to myself that I had, but like obviously no one's ever asked him that before, but it actually was, a, became like a really fascinating conversation. It turns out like he did actually used to be a bit fat and he actually feels much happier and like girls pay him way more attention now that he's got like buff and stuff. But it's not something that anyone had ever asked him. It was like a really deep conversation to have with someone that you didn't know that well, but it was really, really like actually quite nice sharing that kind of sort of deeper level stuff. So if you can kind of ask something that like is a deep question inside you to someone else, they often think that you have like a window into their soul when actually you're just thinking about your own problems. And like it's quite funny. <laughs> and like I do that on the on the show sometimes like, on my podcasts when I'm interviewing like some coach or something and I ask them something like that I've got a problem with. And they're like, shit, how do you know that like, I've been thinking about this weird deep like conundrum that's sort of like I'm slightly being a bit of a hypocrite, and, but actually it's just my own problem. And it's cool. <laughs> like, how are you going to answer this? Let's see. Maybe it's the same as me. Mm. <laughs> now, I also read on your website that you have a company called Post- Postery. Is that how you say it? Yes. And you do direct mailing to send out different types of campaigns, right? Which is really different because that's something that you can actually hold. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's very interesting and unique. So that's a different way for you to have a deeper connection with someone, especially in business. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I guess like email is just super annoying and I spend most of my time just deleting it. I've actually unsubscribed from all email, literally. I, I just don't have email <laughs> subscriptions. It's insane how many I've unsubscribed from. I didn't, like, I thought I was someone that was like, not militant, but like pretty good at unsubscribing from things. And then I actually just forced myself to unsubscribe from anything that I was subscribed to. And I've unsubscribed from about 200 things. I was like, holy shit, I actually had like a problem. Even though like I probably have a less of a problem than most humans in the world. So yeah, anyway, basically it's just pretty annoying when you get like emails all the time, especially even when they do seem feel a bit personalized, they aren't like sort of just generic sort of visit our link and stuff. So we wanted to make posts that was a bit more personalized so that you could, you could still have lots of customers, but you could send them like a meaningful message based on where they are in your user journey or like ha- what they've been doing with you. So it, it's not just like a, oh, look, 50% off this winter sale. It's like a, oh, hi, Sam. We know that you really like sort of red shoes, so we've got like a special offer for your like red shoe fetish as opposed to someone else that does like <laughs> black shoes or something. So it's something a bit more bespoke that comes through kind of automated, but is actually sort of like seems thought about for the person. So yeah, that was the premise behind the business, I guess. I love that idea because it's so much more personal and it's always nice to receive something. Yeah, that yeah, it's like it's something that maybe of. could be, you know, like a bit like a nice postcard that sort of you sort of want to like have about a bit and like makes people laugh or something. It's, it's just a lot more tangible than just like an email. It's just like super cheap and like doesn't feel like anything. Yeah, I love that too. It's it's really great because I, I don't think a lot of people do that unless it's like you said, it's, you know, blatant ad for something mm. and you just throw it away. But if it's more personal like that, it's more connected to you. Yeah, yeah. And it, it wasn't just for like doing sort of 
purely you know advertising things it's definitely for like sort of just building a bit of a relationship and like actually having a better connection with the people that you're doing business with or, or for like your friends or something you can also automate stuff and yeah it's just like a nicer way to be more personal well thank you so much sam for giving us all of these different tips and tricks if our listeners want to know more about you where can they find you yeah if they happen to be carrying a pen or they have a really good memory <laughs> they might note in some way or other that I have a podcast called the Growth Mindset Podcast or a blog at samwebsterharris.com or um, a Twitter, Sam Harris Tweets. Otherwise, they should probably get it in like your, your notes somewhere. <laughs> I think that's how they can find me. Otherwise, I live in London and <laughs> they're welcome to come and crash on my sofa sometime. Um, <laughs> yeah, those are some options. Perfect. Thank you so much, Sam. I really appreciate you being on the show. Thank you very much for having me. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Sam. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview with Sam where he shares how he awakens his curiosity with travel. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.